Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the On Fire, the 808 podcast. It's a podcast where we take four questions in eight minutes and eight seconds because 808 looks like Bob. Let's get to it. Question number one in a few sentences tells who you are and what do you do? Yeah, I'm Randy Mays from the Drive Leadership Group. We're here in Springfield, Missouri, and we help companies build healthy, high-performance cultures. And Bob, those are cultures where people are growing and developing and the company's getting exceptional results. Absolutely love it there, Randy. Question number two, what advice would you share? Okay, so uh, really what we specialize is in helping people how to build that healthy, high-performance culture. No one would argue that you need one or that they're important or they're valuable. I think we all understand that, but how do you get there? So let me give you three seminal points and some, some coaching around that to help you move in that direction. The first thing is you have to build your organization or company on a purpose, a mission, or a cause. People are not motivated. Employees are not motivated by keeping the boss happy. They want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. And as a leader, you have to create that cause, that purpose, that mission. You have to establish that out front so they know what game they're playing. Then the second thing I would say in support of that purpose or mission is engage your people. Get them in the conversation. Have them help you articulate and create the purpose and mission When you do that, you get natural buy-in. So first you invite them to the conversation, you get them to lean in. And then once you get them leaning in, you let them weigh in. You let them really provide meaningful content to that purpose, mission, a key objective conversation. You've got them weighing in. Once they weigh in, they'll buy in. And once they buy in, they'll stay in. And then the third thing that you need to do is you have a purpose, you have a mission, you have a cause, but you need to really determine and define what winning looks like and then have a way for people to see if they're actually winning in real time on the fly. And when you do that, your organization will, for the most part, self-correct and stay right on track. You'll make tremendous progress. Well, you talked about engaging your, your employees into that mission statement. How do you start doing that? Like, give me some actionable steps on that. Absolutely, Bob. So the easiest thing, and, and it's kind of one of the, 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 the oddities, how do you engage your people? You engage them. That's what you do. You invite them to the conversation. You say, hey, look, team, I want to create a mission statement. I want to define who we are and work on our identity. It may be some core values and a mission statement. I want you to come help me create that. And you create a safe space for them to be in that conversation with you. And you'll be shocked at what comes out of that. It's great if you can involve a third-party facilitator because they bring some objectivity to the table. And that's mm-hmm. primarily what we do in our, in our role as at Drive Leadership Group is be that third-party facilitator. But if, even if you can't, having the conversations, what critical. So the first step is have the conversation and establish and develop a, a, an identity around your shared purpose. So I had this, I'm starting this conversation with my group. So obviously, as a CEO, I'm the facilitator of this conversation. What are some things I should be asking my employees to help start that conversation going? Because if I just say, hey, we're going to have a conversation and I do this, that's not going to really help. So what are some good questions to start asking to get the ball rolling? Yeah, so one of the easiest ways to ramp that up is to do a SWOT analysis. So strengths, weaknesses, and opportunities. Let's go through what our company's strengths are, what our weaknesses are, what our external opportunities look like, and what threats are out there. Typically, that will tee up that conversation in a very healthy way. Now, based on that, what do we need to do as a company to move forward and make progress over the next year? 
Perfect. That works there. Let's get to question number three. What other top CEOs, business owners, and influencers that you know that are successful like yourself? Would you I, like to shout out and get, be, be a guest on my podcast? Yeah, I would recommend uh, Brandon Welch from a marketing firm here in Springfield, Missouri called Frank and Maven. He just wrote a book called The Maven Method. Uh, sharp, uh, very on top of it guy. Got a lot of things to say and, and it says them in a great way. Perfect. I will look them up here. Number four, final fun question. Randy, tell me about your first sale. Oh, wow. You took me way back on that one. And uh, uh, it's kind of a funny story, but originally started out as a manager and thought the last thing I would ever want to do is be a salesperson. Now, I would call myself a salesperson today. In fact, I've gone so far to the dark side or the light side, if you will, <laughs> to say I love to be sold but I love to be sold by a competent, capable professional that's looking out for my best interest. I love that because I'm not an expert at everything, but if a really good salesperson, a consultative salesperson, they are, and if they're looking out for my best interest, that's the person I want advising me. So way back in the day, in, in a former life, I owned a distribution business and we sold clean and janitorial supplies. Originally, I was an absentee owner, hired a manager and a couple of salespeople, and, and the business wasn't going anywhere. I thought, well, the problem is management. So I'll come in and manage that company. I know I was a good manager. Well, invariably, over time, all those salespeople left too. As I tried to get them to, to, to perform in positive ways and move forward, they all left the company. So who was left to sell? Me. So I'm like, oh no, I have to go out and be one of those salespeople. And I can remember it was me and my wife. She ran the inside of the business. I went out and did the outside sales. And I would go call on the customers. And because I looked out for their best interest, I was knowledgeable and knew how to actually help them in the cleaning process. Most of the cleaning business, it's, it's, it's like 98% labor and 3% products. And I knew how to help them train their people. So we would laugh. I would come back home and, you know, I was just scared to death my first couple of sales calls, but I would come home and that, that old skip from Saturday Night Live, you're good enough, you're smart enough and doggone it, people like you. Yep. Well, I found that to be the case. And so I, when I would go out and look out for their best interest as a competent, competent, capable professional, they loved me coming to see them and they bought loads of stuff. So I, my wife and I both look back on that 30 years ago or whatever and just kind of laugh. But uh, very, very funny story and very near and dear to our hearts. Love, I love that there, how you were able, you basically went out and you know, kicked on doors. I love it there. So Randy, you now have a minute and 36 seconds left. So we can do some promo time. You can ask me a question. You can talk about the weather. Or since the best know when to be concise and when to end, we end early. Let's give it a go. Hey, let's, uh, anybody who's interested in improving their culture, small to mid-sized business, uh, when, you, when you get to about 10 employees, prior to that, you know, you usually see each other, there's good communication. By the time you get to 25 employees, communication's gone to pot. That's mm -hmm. kind of our specialty. And we come alongside people and help them with the how of how to build that healthy, high-performance culture. Uh, it makes all the difference in the world. Culture Culture is the answer most of us are looking for. It took me most of my career to recognize that. But now I spend all my time in that space because I'm passionate about helping people build better cultures. Love it. Love it there. Randy, you pulled it off. Four questions in eight minutes and eight seconds because 808 looks like Bob. Randy, say your website real quick. It is dlg.coach. In the description. dlg.coach. In the description. It's magic. There we go. Randy, thank you so much for being on. Tip of the hat to you. 
Thank you, sir. You're welcome. And everyone, I am legally required to tell you to make sure you like, share, comment, subscribe, thumbs up, ring the bell, whatever the heck the social media network wants you to do. I am Bob Clark with the 808 Podcast. You all have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you later. Bye.